beautiful folding fitted sheets where we talk about all of the wrinkles and creases of parenting. Hi, Jen. Hi, Alyssa. How's it going today? Okay. Yeah. Weather's been changing a lot, causing a lot of headaches. Oh, really? Well, not for me, but for one of my children. See, and I get headaches and I have not been. Well, that's very impressive. I know. I'm pretty happy about that. He kind of goes through phases where he gets migraines for like three or four days, and then he's fine for months and months and months. Huh. It lays him up real bad. Yeah, they're not fun. So what are we talking about today? Well, it's interesting that you ask that. I thought so. You used very lovely manners when you asked. (laughs) Did I? (laughs) I don't think I used any manners. No, but you used a pleasant tone of voice. I did use a pleasant tone of voice. Mm-hmm. I did not say, may you please, t- I don't even know how the fuck you'd word yeah. that. Can you please tell Can me, you please what, tell me what we're talking about today? Yeah. So today I th- was thinking perhaps we could talk about manners mm-hmm. and that kind of leads into apologizing. Oh, like forced apologies? Forced apologies, but also potentially as a parent, what your role is. Yeah. You know, as the authoritarian in the home, apology-wise. And then that kind of leads into, you know, why we force manners. Is it because of social norms? Is it because of our cultural tendencies? What is the situation there? And what happens when you have a clash? Mm. It's never clashes at home in parenting (laughs) or out in society. So what made you think of this topic? Well... As you know, I've spent plenty of time around children, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I was in a class, and one of the children, we're talking about like two and three-year-olds, Okay. and one of the kids was happily playing along with some cars and, you know, making their own little track and making their noises and whatnot, and another child came along and went to go grab one of the toys, and the kid was like, eh, Mm, like this no this isn't really something that I want to do and the mom said ask for it say please please can I have that and so the kid was like please car can I have the car please I mean it wasn't quite yeah, it was like please car yeah. that and uh then the expectation was that the car would get handed over just because he asked for it mm. and the other mom wasn't quite right there but I was and so I was like well I mean he's still playing with it so maybe when he's finished with it then he can give it to you. And this mom wasn't really thrilled with me. Hmm. And it got me thinking about how she would have reacted if I had done that to her and she was drinking her coffee. You, I don't think you'd take her coffee. But well, what if it was like her car? <laughs> yes, also known as carjacking. <laughs> but if you asked for it nicely, yes, yes. may I please take yeah. your car for a spin? I'm ready to take that car. I would like, I would like your car. Please. Yeah. If we're and talking about a toy car. Let's if she said this. no, well, that's unacceptable because you I said, mean, if we apply the same logic from child please. to child to adult to adult. Yeah. So it kind of got me thinking about what the expectation is, what's typical, what's normal for, you know, child development wise, where we're at with little ones and sharing. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a, a car, an adult, you know, no. drive, want to drive away mm-hmm. in there. I was just speaking. <laughs> In their Audi. <laughs> please. Yeah, please. <laughs> but it could very well be that somebody's holding a pencil that you want when you're in school or 
maybe they have a sweater you really like. Like, where does it stop? Right. But just because you ask for it means you should give it up. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I don't know about you, but like manners was a big thing when I was growing up. Right. And it's not something I didn't teach my kids, but as someone who also studies child development and that, it's, and just being a human, if someone were to say, <laughs> give me that, please, mm-hmm. versus, oh, can I have that when you're done? They didn't say please, but I'm much preferring the, can I have that when you're done? Sure. Versus the, give me that, please. Yep. So it's really kind of going back to the tone of voice, and it's just a word you're inserting in. Well, it is, but when you're saying, can I have that when you're done, the person asking for it is recognizing that somebody else is currently using it. Yeah. And I see that you're using it, and I would like to use it, and when you're finished, can I have it? When you say, can I have that, please, or can I have that, give that to me, whether you add please or not, you're not really allowing for a choice. Well, no. And you're saying now. Yeah, you're saying now, and yeah. you're not really... a. It's, it's not a choice in the, the example you just shared too, right? Right. It was, well, if you said please and it's not a choice, you have to give it to the yeah. other child. And that's outrageous. Mm-hmm. That's outrageous. That goes back too to the whole, I think it's the whole adult child perspective. Yeah. In a way, they're often viewed as sub-citizens, right? Yeah. And it's our job to order them around and, and whatnot. And Again, I, I use manners. I say please and thank you all the time. Sure. But if I didn't, yeah, it would still be a pleasant tone of voice. And well, it would, depending on who you're talking to. Yeah, maybe not you. How many you like, times you've asked for a certain request of something, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's different when you're asking to, for somebody to give you something versus asking them to clean their room. Right. For example. Yes. You know, there's there's different levels. Yes. Yeah, that's definitely a whole nother. Can you please bring the kitchen that you've accumulated in your bedroom back into the kitchen, please? Yeah, because the cupboards are empty and the <laughs> dishwasher's empty and the sinks are empty, so I'm not really understanding. I don't know where everything is. Yeah, we literally don't have any dishes left <laughs> in the kitchen. Yes, and for those of you who have young children, just wait. You oh might think this won't be a problem God. for you. And it probably won't if you have a, a child who's on the same, like their bedroom is on the same level as yours. Yeah, I no, that the problem happens when their bedroom is in a se- on a separate level. And in my case, in my house, both. Yeah. So my son's in the basement. When my daughter was at home, she was upstairs. The kitchen is obviously on the main floor. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. And yeah, I think I say please once and then it's like get your ass downstairs (laughs) or upstairs or get your ass downstairs and bring the shit upstairs into the kitchen yeah or go upstairs get your stuff and bring it back down to the kitchen yes drives me crazy however we digress we definitely digress that's a little personal that's that's the personal touch there exactly (laughs) um apologizing would be the other one you you brought that Mm, one up yep that was one because i started my career in a daycare and it was when when I did go and study early childhood development, it w- this was actually something in the curriculum where we talked about manners and we talked about forced apologies. So it was refreshing then to, when I started my first job that forced apologies wasn't a thing in the room. 
And, and that's interesting because I haven't been in the daycare field for a very long time. So I don't know. Um, it probably depends on the center, I'm guessing. And But yeah, like it, it was, what do you need is what the expected response was. So if a child whacked another child, this happened. Scratched, bit, whatever. Right. It happened. Then we obviously made, we tended to, we'll put quote unquote victim in this scenario. The child who was hurt. We comforted them, made sure, you know, they were okay. Right. And then once it calmed down a bit, then the the little perp would... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We'd walk him over in his handcuffs. And it, and it wasn't sorry. <laughs> it, it was, what do you need? And then sometimes the other child didn't know what to say because they're probably like, I need you to fuck off is probably what they would like to have said if they right. had those words. So then sometimes we would give them the words like, I need you to leave me alone. Right. Or I need you not to touch my body, like whatever it was, mm. often worked. And sometimes they said, I need a cold cloth or I need a whatever. And then. Oh my gosh. Yes. A wet paper towel. A is wet the paper best towel. Fixer of all injuries. Yes. Yeah. And then the child who did the hurting would go and get whatever that child had asked for. And then, then, like, this was a long process. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's another reason apologies were, are you, they're quick, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, then we would talk to the, to children about you know what happened and what could happen next time instead of hitting what are you going to do instead right so that's that whole discipline teaching piece whatever yeah but apologies quick but when you think about it if I did something on purpose I'm not sorry I'm sorry I got caught yes I'm sorry that you're freaking making so much damn noise and crying and getting everyone's attention because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. this is just making this way bigger than that's it should what it's like shh you're fine yeah it's fine it's yeah. fine it's fine <laughs> <laughs> but you're not sorry right and I think as an adult like when I accidentally do something or say whatever like yeah, yeah. it is an automatic reaction oh my gosh I'm so sorry if you bump into someone in a store yeah oh my god you remember that time we we're in the dollar store <laughs> No. And I was took out. Didn't I hit a lady like twice in the oh, aisle? Yeah. I tried to get something down <laughs> off the shelf and yes. it fell on her head. I was like, yeah. oh my God. And then yeah. I ran into her with the cart. With the, <laughs> the check out. <laughs> anyway. You two were destined to be together that day. Oh my God. I felt reason. so. Oh, I felt like such an <clears throat> idiot. Anyway, yes. So I'm like, oh my God. I'm so sorry. Right. Yeah. Like that just comes out. But. When a child or adult does something deliberately, right. they're not sorry. It was done on purpose. Yes. So then to say, say sorry, like I remember my brother's four years older than me. And when we were growing up, he used to beat the shit out of me. Not like hospitalization wise, but like he would hurt me on a regular basis. He'd be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like, well, you're not. Right. But my parents would tell him to say sorry. Yeah. And then everything was fine. Yeah, and then we moved on. You needed on. to get over it. He doesn't... Yeah, he apologized. So he's met his requirement for retribution. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of issues that I have with apologies. And and I don't think that there's something wrong with saying I'm sorry. No. Even if you... Even if the situation was you did do something. Yes, I hit you on purpose. I did. And I did it in a moment of... Right. Not thinking. Yes. Well, and and I'm three years old and I'm not fully capable of making my emotions come out in an appropriate way. Yeah. And yes, I hit. And 
often it's it's a reaction because they don't really know how else to deal with it, right? Absolutely. So when we're talking about children, adults is yeah. often a very different. Yeah, I think my examples were adults and yeah. school, like exactly like my brother knew yes. what the hell he was doing. And when we're talking about little ones, it they often are sorry. And, and yes, yes, they're sorry that they got caught, but they don't really want to cause harm to somebody else. No. And so saying I'm sorry is okay. I, I do think that saying I'm sorry is okay, as long as there's other follow-up to it, right? So I'm sorry, are you all right? Checking in. Is that, I know that I caused you some damage, or like you said, what can I do? Yeah, what do How you need? How can I fix this? And one of the other things that really ticks me off when it comes to apologies is when somebody says, say you're sorry to me. You say you're sorry to me. Do it right now. I'm cringing. Say you're sorry to me. Sorry. What am I saying sorry for? I think it's an example. Oh, okay. Sorry, Jen. That's fine. No problem. Yeah. God, I hate that because it is a problem. Yeah. Because as soon as you say, it's fine, that it takes away any of the power that the apology had for one, and the implication that the person should have been apologizing in the first place. I also so, think, again, going back to what you said before, like mm-hmm. it's it's um, expected mm-hmm. that whoever you apologize to is going to say it's fine. And they're going to forgive you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've never required that of my children ever to be like, no, it's fine. So the phrase that I suggested they use and that I model and when somebody apologizes is they say, you know, I'm sorry. And you say, thank you for apologizing. Right. And that's it because what they did isn't okay. No. And yes, you may be sorry, but don't you think that doing it again and saying sorry again is the way through this? Right. So no. Yeah. Thank you for apologizing. And that's it. And then the weight is still on the person who committed the violent act or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Right? The 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 whack on the head by the toddler to the other toddler. And they don't understand it at that point either, right? I mean it's a little bit different. But I think when you can as the person who was hurt or on the receiving end of the apology, saying thank you for apologizing leaves the load with the person who still committed the the yeah the misbehavior the whatever exactly because they're the ones who should be carrying it Mm -hmm. right that's where the learning comes in and i'm not saying that they need to feel guilty and shame and and all of that but it's not up to the person who was on the receiving end of the behavior to forgive the other person no they can yeah and you know quite likely if we're dealing with small children they are they're moving on right quick but it's not their responsibility to do that. So yeah, when we were talking about small children, mm-hmm. they don't have the words like you were saying, right? So yeah, sure. they might hit or whatever, push, yeah. yell in their face, yell in their yeah. face, yeah. and then quite and it's fine to model. Oh, are you feeling sorry you did that? Because quite often the, the the child who did do it, you can see that they feel a little bit, you know, like oh. Oh, they're shocked that the other child's now crying, right? Because it's a whole sure. learning about relationships. How many times do you see that happen? And the kid who yes. did that runs away. Oh, they run away. I was going to say it though too, because if they know each other, I've noticed the other one will want to go get the other one a hug. Oh, right. So they do feel bad, and they're like, and that's that's a form of apology. But I often wonder what it might look like in that family's house versus public 
too. Fair. Because I know when you get a group of parents together, this goes with the manners as well. Right. It's embarrassing. Mm. Makes you look bad. Yeah. If your child, well, A, if your child's hitting. I mean, nobody feels great when their kids conked another kid over the head. So you feel embarrassed. And then if they're not apologizing or not using their manners, like those please and thank you words, then it's, yeah, you feel like it makes you look bad or something. Well, yeah, because for whatever reason, we've created this illusion that parenting and the way that our children behave is a a 100% direct reflection of the work that we do with them. And in some cases it is. Sure. But most of the time it's because they're an independent little person who has their own thoughts and feelings and developmentally That's what I was just gonna isn't say. likely capable of dealing with whatever that situation is. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. The other scenario we see a lot in groups is forced sharing. So, well, it goes back to what you started at the beginning, right? Like, yeah. give that to me, please. Yeah. And then that child's expected to quote unquote share it hand it over just hand it over yeah i asked for it give it to me Mm-hmm. yeah and so i know when you and i are planning classes especially if it is toddlers mm. we make sure there's two <laughs> or more or more yeah. of the same toy especially if we know it's going to be a hot commodity yeah because we know developmentally toddlers are not capable of sharing that is not where they're at developmentally they're Mm -hmm. egocentric Mm -hmm. what's mine is mine what's yours is mine like that's where if it's broken it's yours broken it's yours (laughs) yeah you can have the shitty one i get the new one this truck's wheels not working toddler rules yeah it's toddler (laughs) rules and it's there's nothing wrong with it right it's understanding that that's where your child is at developmentally yeah and they will learn to share um, so we talk more about taking turns, right? Yeah. So it's, it's when, when, yep, yeah, they're using it right now. When they're done, it's your turn. Yeah. Um, yeah. sometimes you can set timers, you know, whatever it might yeah. be, but the expectation yeah. is not hand over your toy. Right. And honestly, as soon as, as soon as the child knows that somebody else wants it, <laughs> they're not really willing to give it up. They don't no. even really want it themselves anymore, but there's now a, there's, some desire around this thing well if he wants it then i must want it i also love the toddlers who have to have something in each hand at all times two hands two hands and then they have to pick up the other things as well with the yeah Yeah. so they're trying to juggle everything i love it like little collectors yes i like watching little collectors because they have to work their problem solving skills yeah i tell you are beyond most others yep because they have to figure out how to carry nine egg shakers yes Yes. (laughs) with two tiny little chubby hands yeah yeah and they start using their chins oh my gosh or they hand them over to you and you're supposed you're now their pack mule yeah yeah mom's (laughs) pack mule yeah um so yeah for sharing developmentally it's kind of between that age of three and four they slowly start to get it but talking about like play dates right you know people go to people's houses and that's Mm. great there still should be toys that your child is not required to share to share absolutely and then set up those expectations beforehand so and so is coming over what do you want to play with what don't you want to play with? Yeah, absolutely. And then respect your child's answer when they're like, well, 
I don't really want to play with this special doll that grandma gave me for it's like okay well let's put that away yeah in a safe place so then you've got the toys that you are willing to kind of play with and take turns with and it's the same can you imagine someone came in you have like this prized freaking family heirloom in your house and someone's like well no i want my coffee in that antique (laughs) i don't know world war one era beer stein yeah 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 Yeah. it's like no you don't have to share all your stuff so why does your kid have to share all their stuff yeah yeah that's that's interesting so i ran a day home for a lot of years and i was lucky enough to be able to run it in a separate part of my house completely from where we lived right so the entire basement was dedicated to it. it had its own entrance Parents never went up into my space, which was also really great because then my kids came downstairs and then when other children arrived, everyone played with the same communal toys. Right. And then at the end of the day, we'd go back upstairs and the children had their own stuff. So they didn't have to. And I I wanted very much for, because there was going to be other kids coming in the home, I didn't want them to feel like they were obligated to share their own stuff, right? So creating a space where they didn't have to and everybody had these communal toys was the best way for me to deal with that obviously that's not a feasible option if you're just having somebody over for a play date but like you said having that conversation with your child beforehand or if you know that they're really attached to certain toys right and honestly the best thing to do is to set out what toys you're okay with cleaning up after yeah yeah that too really what are you going to be fine with cleaning up? Because yes, you can say you're, the kids are going to clean up before they leave, but oftentimes you don't think about that transition. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting with the other mom and you're visiting and then you're like, oh shoot, I didn't even realize what time it was. Look, hey, Johnny, it's time to go. And they pack up and go. And now you're left with the aftermath yeah. of this play date. And that's fine. And that's great if you are now already established what toys exactly. were out for them to play with. Yeah. So then your kid's not left cleaning up. Or tiny pieces that get lost. Or... Yeah, who invented Polly Pockets? And why did they invent Polly Pockets? Well, and there's like those Shopkins too, hey? Well, Shopkins and then the LOL dolls. Like everything has gotten smaller. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. I don't know. We'll have to do some So we lose it and then have to buy it again. Oh, that's Probably. true. Probably a little moneymaker. Yeah, that's pretty smart. That is really clever. Yeah, if it's a whole scam. <laughs> It really is. <laughs> Giant scam. Everything around kids' toys is just so frustratingly expensive. So I don't want people thinking that we're against <laughs> apologizing. Or sharing. Or sharing. Or using manners. Or using manners. Because <laughs> that's not the case. Not at all. We, it's very situational. It's, it's when we both use them. And I think that's how you teach them mm. is by modeling which is interesting because I think for the most part, most parents do a relatively consistent job of using manners with their children. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. However, I know of a few parents a very hard time apologizing. Oh, yeah. To their kids. Heck, yeah. And is there pro- a whole generation of people that can't do that? <laughs> It's interesting, right, though? It's like, well, you say sorry, and it's like, well, you've screwed up how many times? I've never gotten an apology from you, parent. Yep. Right? Yeah. So again, if you want to teach appropriate 
apologizing in appropriate situations where an apology yeah would actually be meaningful exactly then it kind of starts with you modeling it to your children and how you expect it to be used well that and with your parenting partner exactly that's a really important aspect of this is that yes, yes. your children are watching what you do you are the model of what a relationship yeah. looks like to them so being very mindful of the way that you speak to your partner mm-hmm. and the way that your partner speaks to you or how you interact. So I'm not saying that you're never going to argue or you're never going to no. have disagreements. And it's okay to do that even in front of the children. If you're in the same conversation, you're coming to some type of resolution or acceptable end of it that you are both showing affection and moving on from it, right? Yeah, so calling each other names and... Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, stomping and slamming the door yeah. and, and leaving, yeah. right? And leaving it in a state of unhappiness. Those arguments benefit a child. No. They, they don't get to see the resolution of it. Yeah. But yeah, and modeling problem solving and conflict resolution in front of your child is the best absolutely. way they're going to learn about it. Yeah. We're trying to use very mindful so go language. pick a fight with your no, <laughs> yes go right now go right now tell them it's a yeah. learning and experience. save the makeup sex for behind the closed doors your children yes. don't need to be part of that they don't no. need to see that part of it no but they do need to see the verbal resolution yeah and the so if there's something that's really been annoying you <laughs> with your spouse recently go pick a fight with them right now but then say it's this is for the children yes we're and just, this is how we're going to get through this argument yeah. just lay actually build a script yeah yes and if you want to put yourself that's in favor idea. at the end then you go right ahead and do that mm-hmm. but it really is for the children and how willing <laughs> are you as a parent to share your things with your child i mean generally we're giving all of our shit to our kids at some oh point oh my gosh but i mean there's certain things right where it's like yeah, yeah you don't actually get to have that well it's, and that's reasonable too exactly yeah i mean now we're getting into boundary setting and well it's the whole like again like you expect your kid to share if someone just asks for it and even if it's their most prized possession but right. but would you just give them your laptop right. if they ask for it yeah, just yeah. because they ask for it yeah while they're drinking their sippy cup or you know, having their chocolate milk, their chocolate milk, or having that. What are those? Those squishy bags with the nozzle on top. Oh, the, food, the fruit pouches, sauce, apple sauce yeah. kind of bags. So now that's laid down on your on your keyboard, and you know, little blueies playing away on your laptop, <laughs> and it gets warbled because the applesauce is getting in there. It's a whole thing. So you wouldn't do that, no, just because they asked for it. Yeah, it's reasonable to say no yeah again saying no is okay yeah that's a whole nother thing too good lord <laughs> we could cover all the topics today <laughs> welcome to the podcast that will be seven days long <laughs> yeah no. and we're just gonna talk about all things we could it would be little snippets of things a little sound bites <clears throat> saying no is okay in fact saying no is a great thing to teach your children it is do you want them saying yes to everything Maybe you want them saying yes to you, but do you want them saying yes to everybody asking them anything? No. Correct. That is the right answer. Thank you. Well done, And I'm Alyssa. using manners. And you used your manners? Yeah. No, thank you. No, I just said thank you because you complimented me. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. See, it's become such a natural part. Okay, so as Canadians too. Oh my God. Apologizing is sort of like a thing we do. Yeah, it is. We say sorry. I say sorry all the time. I Even say if sorry someone, to inanimate objects. Or if someone rams into you. 
they've hit you and you're like oh my god i'm sorry yeah and and you know okay so i was saying like you know thank you for apologizing you can like there are circumstances so you know you are in the grocery store and you have a small minor little bump it's like oh sorry about that yeah and and then you say oh yeah no problem because it really is no problem right there was no damage done it was an accident they weren't deliberately trying you're not gonna say thank you for apologizing they've accidentally bumped into you yes i'm going to actually start doing that to see what happens (laughs) yeah yeah i usually just i'm like oh man no worries yeah like it's fine it it is okay wait do you see what i'm gonna do to you in the next (laughs) aisle (laughs) i'm all about retribution meet me by the apples lady to his car headlights are smashed out that'll teach you to bump into me in the granola bar aisle right. throw frozen turkey at them oh my god no do you have any idea how expensive frozen turkeys are well it wouldn't break it's still in the package it's fine <laughs> just pick it up and carry it on your way yeah it's fine <laughs> and then you eat it so then you have no evidence oh basically the perfect crime basically <laughs> Uh-huh. How did we get off track? I don't know. <laughs> now we're just gone. All right. So don't throw frozen turkeys at people. That's really the lesson of today. Of today. <laughs> yeah. And if you do, eat it right away. So yes. There's no evidence left. Yeah. No, I think there are opportunities for us to be like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And that happens. And what we're talking about is more intentional. But that's also an apology that came un- forced yeah and i think that's that's what you were talking about before was when you when you were talking about using the thank you for apologizing that was more an example of someone did something deliberately exactly and they know they hurt your feelings and you know they hurt your feelings and now you're having like yeah, yeah that's that's more was based i think on a deliberate absolutely that they might be sorry about now yeah and if it's just incidental little things no. that happen you bump into each other or you know you didn't realize that you cut in front of somebody and they're just like oh hey i was here oh man sorry about that yeah yeah, it's fine. yeah that's what happens when you're driving right someone cuts you off yeah and like, i oh, always go oh it's no problem oh that's okay you must be in a really big hurry it's fine yeah it's fine and only if they don't use their signal mm-hmm. do, then do i extend them even more because clearly they have some type of emotional disaster happening where they cannot use their blinkers yeah it's hard so when you're talking about parents modeling all of these things right manners and apologizing and sharing or whatever it might be i think we need to look at tone of voice Hmm. so again i I think we used an example near the beginning like well you can say give that to me please versus may i have that I'm going to prefer that may I have that. Yeah, but that's, that, those are, I mean, when we're talking about tone of voice, so tone of voice would be like, I love you versus I love you. Sure. But you're absolutely right. I mean, tone of voice has a huge part of it. Yeah. In, in all of them. Oh, heck yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Is that what you often heard from your brother? That's what I always heard from in my brother. In that tone. Like, and he wasn't, I'm talking I'm like sorry. I was little, like he was school age right yeah. like elementary school yeah, age. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry or i'm sorry don't tell mom yeah <laughs> <laughs> i already apologized and that's all they're gonna make me do so yeah they're sorry but yeah <laughs> but it's the same like i said please it's like yeah. well no that's fair tone of voice can have an impact on everything that we do 
it does have an impact, I think. And I realized only recently have I noticed that when I'm responding to my husband, my tone of voice is different than if it was somebody, if I say, if I was talking to you. Right. So I was saying something and then he said something and I was like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. And then I carried on. But I thought if you had said that to me, I'd be like, no, not that. But like, <laughs> it's completely di- And I didn't even realize. <laughs> I'm laughing because I totally relate to that. It, uh, yeah. I don't know how long it's been going on. And he hasn't said anything. Because he's used to it. Possibly. <laughs> They're both used to it. And, I, and I'm fairly certain I don't talk to the kids that way. Like, it's not something that I've noticed <laughs> with anybody other than him. And I feel bad now that right. I'm recognizing it. Self-awareness is key. Self-awareness is painful for my <laughs> ego. <laughs> it is funny though, right? Like I know you don't do the same with your, like with our kids, with your kids, my kid, whatever you talk differently. But I think people in general make more of a concerted effort in these things and in communication when it is with strangers essentially right no that's fair so that's fair yeah you can be a bit more of a dick at home i guess i guess so you hide your so i would equate it then to when a child misbehaves at home and is perfect when they're out in public Mm -hmm. it's the same thing so your child looks at you as their safe space exactly and they're okay with acting out or having these releases of emotion whatever the situation is I clearly find my husband to be my safe place. Just tell him that next time. And can remove whatever social filter gets applied when I'm talking to anybody else. Oh, God. I'm an asshole, apparently. (laughs) Everyone applies filters, though. Well, yeah. I mean, if you don't know somebody, you're going to have like an extreme filter on until you find out what words you can and cannot say. Exactly. What jokes you can and cannot make. Yeah. What topics are off the table. I mean, basically, just don't walk into any conversation expecting to talk about politics. Oh, God. Religion. I avoid those like the plague. The plague. What's the other no topic? Politics, religion, and... Isn't there three that you're like supposed to not talk about? No, let's Google that. Are you going to Google it? I'm going to Google it. Yeah, I think that when you are comfortable with somebody you can kind of say whatever and and you can get away with it but money money it's politics religion and money politics religion and money yeah politics religion and money you know one of the things that could be up there also is parenting without knowing your audience Heck or without yeah. knowing yeah wh- whose company you're in yeah oh my god yes yes yeah that can really stir up I mean, I'm, we're probably stirring shit up now just with people are like, what do you mean? You have to say please and thank you all the yeah. time. And yes, you have to say I'm sorry. Yeah. And it is reasonable. I mean, I say please and thank you sometimes in different languages. Yes. Because it's, you know, Cause it's fun. fun and it doesn't feel like I'm obligated to do it. It feels like there's a little more sincerity to it. Yeah. Well, that's what you said. That I don't want people thinking we're against all of that. Heck no. It's just that there are different. There's so many things to take into consideration when teaching these sorts of yes concepts yeah. or social niceties yeah yeah i mean basically if you were if we were to like cliff notes versions of this don't force apologies don't force your kid to share you don't have to say please and thank you mm-hmm. 
which is quite polarizing. Yeah, if you just leave it at that. Maybe we will. Clickbait. That's going to be the title. We're going to go viral after all, and not just because we're sick. Yes. (laughs) And have head colds. Yes, I do think you should make that the title of this podcast. Really? That'd be hilarious. Then we'll get hate mail. I don't want hate mail. We get no mail. I don't want hate mail. then if we get hate mail, we'll be like, you didn't listen to it, did you? Oh, fair. We can stand on our soapbox and be like, listen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you in the best tone of voice possible, and I'm not going to say please. That's I'm right. going to say, hey, can I have that when you're done? Yeah. Great. I don't have to say please. It's an implied please. It is. Yeah. It is. And when you get it, you're likely going to say thanks. Yes. Hey, thanks. Yeah. And again, if you want to teach it to your child, then model it when they give you something Absolutely. at home. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And with little ones. What's the magic word? Oh, my Lord. We didn't even talk about that. What's the magic word? We, yeah, we didn't bring that, that. That was a thing for me growing up. What's the magic word? Yep. What is the magic word? Please or thank you. Oh, how are you supposed to know which one? Well, depending on if you <laughs> asked the question or someone gave you something. It says, what's the magic word? That implies there's only one word. In this case. In this case. What's the magic word? You didn't have that? I don't know. Have you not heard that with kids? Like, oh, I've heard oh, that. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Or what do you say? What do you say? Yes, that one yes. was. But yeah, what's the magic word? Please. So then what you're implying to your child now that every time they say please. Again, going it. back to your very first example of the. Oh, yes. You're implying that. It, well, I said the magic word. So give me whatever the hell I just asked for. Yeah. Mommy, can I have a cookie, please? Actually, the magic word is please. Sorry, it's not thank you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mommy, can I have a cookie, please? It's magic because it automatically gets you what you want. Yeah, that's fair. That's annoying to me. So if you ask for it. If you say the magic word. If you say please, it should be given to you. Yeah. Yeah, I did hear that one. What's the magic word? Please. I like saying please and thank you. I want people to know that I appreciate when mm-hmm. they are. I think it's just being cognizant of your messaging when your kids are young, though. So yeah. implying that there is a magic word called please really does give them the message that if you use said magic word, you will get what you want. Right. When that's not how life actually works. So what we're trying to teach you is how to sound polite and how to appropriately ask for something. Right. No, that's very fair. Yeah, I think when when you can explain it in a way that's not forceful, because how many of us were told, yeah, to say please or thank you? Yeah, and I'm not like wrecked for it. Like I learned it exactly. And and as a, an adult, I yeah, obviously. You say no. Pardon? Do you say no when somebody asks you for something if they say please? Do I say no? Yeah. I wouldn't just say no. If it was my kid, I would. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I mean, like you can say, you will say no. So if somebody asks you for something or asks you to do something and they say, hey, please, can you do this? I think it would be more, I don't think anyone asked me for anything tangible because I don't own anything worth wanting. <laughs> too, Your laptop's covered in applesauce I'm and milk. too poor for that. <laughs> Chocolate shit. milk. But that, yeah, that the so that's a whole setting boundaries topic, right? Like right. if someone wants me to do something, and it clearly does not fit in with maybe how I'm feeling, maybe my schedule, maybe whatever. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not something I just, maybe I just don't want to do it. Mm. Um, going somewhere would be more of a better example for me. <laughs> going somewhere? Yeah. Someone invites me somewhere. Gotcha. Do like, you say yes oh. and then cancel or are you just like, no? 
I'm generally a no. Yeah. Not, yeah, in a different way though. So have you seen, I don't know who started this. I mean, I'm sure it's been around for a long time, but like now there's just this like no is a, is the sentence. You don't have to justify your no. Yeah. I feel so uncomfortable. Yeah, you do. You would. I feel really uncomfortable with that. And yet I think it's brilliant because I, I shouldn't have to explain myself. And yet I always feel obligated to. I, I do depending on the situation mm. or the scenario. I do really like, this is super passive, but I do really like Facebook invitations now. No, you just ignore that them. you can just ignore. <laughs> so you don't accept or decline. You just ignore. You just yeah. Mm, didn't see it. I don't mind declining those either. And when I decline those, I don't give a reason. Face to face, I'm like you. I would have a much or on the phone, like whatever. Yeah. More in person contact. Yeah. I would definitely have a harder time not justifying my no. Maybe say no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's one that parents use a lot. Yeah, no thank you. Yeah, if a, if a toddler's grabbing something from there, like, oh, no thank you, no thank you. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about that. Interesting. I don't hate it, but I feel like maybe it's unnecessarily syrupy, maybe? like Yeah, definitely. I mean, we could go on probably for considerably longer about no in general. Yes. Because when I hear a parent doing that, and you're right, they do. We're like, no, no, thank no, you. No, thank you. They're not really teaching the child anything other than that's no. And then the child learns the word no. And if they say no, thank you, then the expectation is that whoever's doing. Oh, my God. And it is so cute, right? Yeah. Like, no, thank no, you. Thank you. Yeah. Time for your bath. No, thank you. Yeah. And Time now to clean up. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Time to get ready for bed. No, no thank, thank you. you. <laughs> how do you, how do you argue yeah. with that? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cute. And I mean, no, like you just said, can backfire because I think a lot of parents, instead of saying other words or trying to think of ways to, you know, teach them it, they're like, no, 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 no. And then mm. no means nothing. Like yeah. the child doesn't even hear it after a while. Yeah. It's like, you may as well just be saying a word in a different language and like has no meaning to the child. Yeah. So when it's overused, it's not very effective either. No, that is a whole other ball of wax. A wonderful topic we could cover. Mm -hmm. Saying no. Mm -hmm. And the child's right to say no. Child's right to say no. And when you don't overuse it, then when you do need to say it, yeah, then it actually means something it. and it's effective. Exactly. Right? You have to say it. Plus, saying no all the time sucks. It does. It makes you feel awful me it makes me feel awful and i'm sure hearing no all the time makes the kids feel awful probably the, that's where they become negotiators or you know behind the backers mm -hmm. i think it's difficult to talk about manners and apologizing and and sharing sharing in a way that is listenable without going on for too long yeah it's very difficult because you can't go through every single scenario no because there's a a, 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 a billion different scenarios. <laughs> yeah. And there's no way that we could kind of go through all of them. But I think the general is, think about how you interact with people in your life. Mm -hmm. And if you're generally pleased, and if people are generally 
fine with the way that that interaction has happened. Think about how you could extend that interaction and make it more of a modeling thing for your child. So, right. yes, you talk to adults a certain way, and we need to change our tone absolutely ever much, you know, ever ever so much for children, and we need to change the words we use. But are you using the same intentions right. when you're talking to your children or showing them the appropriate way or the desired behavior way? <clears throat> yeah, I think you just have to be aware of, like you said, what your intention is and mm-hmm. that you're modeling what you want to teach them, what you yeah. find appropriate and how you want them to interact with the world around them. Yeah. Um, while keeping in mind, you you said we've got to change our, our tone and words a bit working with kids and, and where they're at developmentally. That's Absolutely. key. Yeah. And know that even though you are doing the best thing that you know how to do with your child, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that it's going to be the same as the parent of the child that your child is interacting with. And there could be some conflict there. So you're looking for the best way to resolve, you know, teach your child how to deal with that conflict without causing conflict between you and the other parent as well because really you both want the same thing yeah you both want your child to come out of whatever interaction that was feeling good about themselves and obviously uh, there's a part of it that's like you want to look you also want to look good coming out of that interaction so just you know be mindful of how other people are going to be coming into this interaction and mm-hmm. it might not be the same as yours and and now you have an opportunity to show your child how to navigate that mm-hmm. like it really is just all personal growth over and over and over again and every time you get another chance to try something you're teaching your child a new way to navigate as well and that's really invaluable do you have a joke i do have a joke it may or may not be better than the pirate one i think it's gonna be better than the pirate run all right I guess we'll find out. <laughs> okay. So I just asked Jen if she had a joke <laughs> to end our little episode. And she told it. <laughs> she just screwed up the punchline. So she's going to try again. I'm going to try again. <laughs> How can I screw up a small child's joke? I don't know what you did. And Here's that's- the Here's the best part about it. That's why we're laughing. We're both still laughing hysterically. Yeah. And I didn't even tell her. <laughs> no, because the punchline made no sense. And I just went, nope. But it, it does. <laughs> just not the intended way. Okay, try oh again. God. All right. Jen, do you have a joke? Uh, <laughs> yes, I do. <clears throat> I gather myself. What goes, ha, 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 thud. What? <laughs> A monster who's. <laughs> oh my god! A monster who laughed his head off. Yes, he did it. Oh no! I wonder if my blood sugar is low. Maybe. <laughs> oh good lord! See, sometimes jokes don't have to make sense. No, it's really just about getting that laugh because. <clears throat> Getting to laugh like that it just doesn't happen enough. No, I don't remember last time I laughed. Like, I'm crying right now. Yeah. So. Tears. From, from the dumbest thing. Yeah. Not at anybody's expense. So I guess technically my expense. You were laughing too, so it doesn't count. <laughs> well, because as soon as I said it, I realized. Yeah. So anyways, what goes? 
ha 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 thud what a monster who laughed his head off it's <laughs> a good one but i'm bum yep but i'm bum yes all right well on that funny note <laughs> hilarity ensued We'll have to do this again soon. Yeah. (laughs) Sure hope I see you around. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Oh, my God. The monster. (laughs) Who's head? I'm like, why is he laughing? (laughs) A comedic monster whose head fell off.